I love the season of Advent, and so that's why I'm so excited to share with you that our sponsor this week is Ave Maria Press, and they are featuring their brand new Advent program called Adore, with meditations written by our dear friend, Father John Burns, and it's going to be an absolutely beautiful way for you to enter into the season of Advent. We all know that Advent is full of Christmas parties and and shopping and rushing around and things like that, so all of us have a choice this Advent. Will we sit with Mary and Joseph as they prepare to give birth to the Savior of the world? or will we get distracted by all kinds of things? One of the best things about this journal that Father John Burns wrote is that it has prayerful meditations. It includes scripture. It's got reflection questions. It's got a prayer for every day. In the book itself, which features beautiful original artwork by Valerie Delgado, it allows your heart to just to open to the season and to note what what the Lord is saying to you and to allow the Lord to come into a deeper place this Advent season. You can do it by yourself or you can actually do it as a small group or with your parents. It's a wonderful, wonderful book of meditations. It also comes with a weekly video where you can get together and have a small group discussion. But just to set your heart in preparation for the coming of Christ the King and the beautiful season of Advent. So we are so delighted to be able to feature that. It's also my one thing this week, spoiler alert, uh, for the podcast. Um, I just can't wait. I can't wait for you to see the beauty and experience um, all of that. If you use the code ADORE at AveMariaPress.com, you will get free standard shipping on the ADORE uh, program. So ADORE at AveMariaPress.com. You can find out more information uh, from there. And so we look forward to journeying with the book ourselves and inviting you to do so as well. So adore at AveMariaPress.com. God bless you. Hi, and welcome to season 10 of the Abiding Together podcast. We are so excited to have you with us this season. Abiding Together is a place where you can find connection, rest, and encouragement on your journey with Jesus Christ. My name is Sister Miriam James Heidland, and every week I am joined by two of my dearest friends, Heather Kim and Michelle Benzinger. We talk about our life with Christ. We talk about big things, small things, beautiful things, sorrowful things. We laugh, we cry, you'll fit right in. (laughs) You are most welcome here. So please grab a cup of coffee, settle in, and welcome home. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of the Abiding Together podcast, which can also be seen on our YouTube channel so people can actually see us. Amazing. If they wish to do so. So excited to be partnering with Spirit Juice. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. It's been been a wonderful, a wonderful adventure so far. And we are going to delve into uh, the identity of sister today, part two. So as we mentioned, we've done a four-part series on daughter, and then we're doing a four-part series on sister. And so this is our second part. Yeah. Hi, sister. Yeah. I know. Hi. We've had quite Speaking an adventure. Of sisters, hi, Can we just, we've had quite an adventure these last we couple have. days. We have. Yes. <laughs> Do we With dare, very little sleep. Do we dare divulge the details? I don't know. <laughs> okay. One super cool thing. Okay. We're by that St. Therese Memorial. Is yeah. It oh the National gosh. Shrine of St. Therese. Yes. Yeah. It is the dreamiest. I love it. Mm-hmm. We haven't even been inside yet. We just we walked around. We just went outside and put, put our, nose, our noses to the window. We're <laughs> like, let us into the shrine. Let us into the shrine. Yes. Open. Yeah. They're like, get out of here. Like, oh, but the lake and the fountains. Mm-hmm. And yes, if you're ever near Chicago, check that mm-hmm. out. Wow. Mm-hmm. So it's beautiful. like the biggest one outside of France, right? That's the word on the street. Yeah. Word on the I street. Know. I'm mm. sure people that are listening to this know much more about that shrine than we do. But it was just something. We will we... link the shrine in our show notes. That's a great idea. We hope okay. to get there in person today. Yeah. And then we'll have a lot to say about it maybe yeah. in the next maybe episode. Maybe we'll do one thing sometime. <sighs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It already is. So. <laughs> but okay. Whatever. <laughs> okay. So today we are going to talk about communion and acceptance of sisterhood. Uh, 
uh, Casting a Vision of Sisterhood, and we are keeping with our same scripture passage for the entire series. So this will be a month of you delving very deeply into the particular passages that we have for you. So we are going to lead once again with the Gospel of Luke, uh, chapter 1, verses 39 to 56. And it says this, At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises for her. And Mary replied, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked with favor on his lowly servant. And from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is His name. He has mercy, His mercy extends to those who fear Him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with His arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped His servant Israel remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. Amen. Amen. So there is much in there. And Heather, as we talk, we talk about this and we're going to speak about, we've got a quote from John Paul II, maybe if you want to open that up for our listeners about the value of sisterhood and about the just the deep heart of women and, and mm-hmm. her value uh, that lies within her heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a beautiful quote from John Paul II in his letter to women. It says, in all these areas, a greater presence of women in society will prove most valuable mm-hmm. for it will help to manifest the contradictions present when society is organized solely according to the criteria of efficiency and productivity, and it will force systems to be redesigned in a way which favors the processes of humanization, which mark the civilization of love. Mm. I remember reading John Paul II's letter to women, Mm -hmm. and the first time I read it, I just wept when I read it. Mm -hmm. And I'm not like much of a crier when Mm -hmm. I'm reading things in particular, Mm -hmm. maybe more with movies and stuff, Mm -hmm. but it was so moving to just hear how he like specifically was on women in all of these different areas, you know, and yeah. I just felt like we were seen like mm-hmm. in, a, in a way that was very honoring, respectful, like our dignity was being seen and noticed. And I was like, you know, as I'm, we're sitting here today and we're talking about the acceptance of sisterhood, I'm like, how often do we look at one another with the dignity that each of us deserve, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's where we often fall short. There's reasons why we don't or we can or we put walls up or we are competing against one another. We feel threatened in some way. Yeah. And and I think it takes actual effort and and allowing God to renew our mind, like mm-hmm. from the things that have happened in the past, mm-hmm. from the things that we might believe about ourselves or about mm-hmm. others, or maybe just that we believe about our femininity and our womanhood in general. Mm-hmm. So I think a restoration of our mind, a transformation of our mind um, is part of that 
you know, process of stepping mm-hmm. into our dignity and really honoring one another's dignity in that way. What do you mm-hmm. think, Michelle? Mm-hmm. Um, I love this. Like, I absolutely love this. Like, casting a vision for sisterhood. Like, what does it look like to um, the process which mark the civilization of love? I love that if you read or research any kind of sociology, if you want to change a culture, you mm-hmm. invest in women. Mm-hmm. Women are the heartbeats of culture. We are the life givers and we are the heart of culture. Mm-hmm. And so if you really want to change a culture or anything like that, you invest in women. Like even in developing countries, they mm-hmm. were even talking about like t- um, giving women like different trades and art things to do because they will actually take what they make and invest it into their families mm-hmm. or the community and all of that. And so what does it look like for us to, as each of us as women, we, like we mm-hmm. talked about in Daughter, are image bearers? We're made in the image and likeness of God. But what does it look like when sisters link arms and really create a civilization of love where it is supportive, where it is celebratory, where it is like the ones, the women that have gone before us pour into the women beneath them and vice versa. Like there's a trickle down effect Mm -hmm. that there is a sisterhood and a motherhood of women coming together, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think for as a mother of daughters, like, this, like, excites me. Like, this really, really excites me. Like, the way that I parent Augene and Lily, like, to create a vision for them, mm-hmm. how womanhood should be. Mm-hmm. You know, it was easier as to do it with Lily because we adopted Augene when she was so much older. Mm-hmm. But even how she approaches, like, her body and different changing seasons mm-hmm. and different, like, milestones in her life. What does that look like when a group of women come together? Mm-hmm. You know, and really, mm-hmm. like, that's what we're going to look at in this episode, like, the different milestones of a woman's life. What does it look like when it's celebrated within community and yeah. talked about it within community and mm-hmm. where it's not done in isolation, but it's done in communion, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. what does that look like? And how can each of us, each of us have a part to play in that? Mm-hmm. And what does, it, yeah, what does that look like, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. let's cast this vision for sisterhood, like a sisterhood made in the image and likeness of God with dignity. Mm-hmm. Well, it, each of us has a profound role to play yeah. in the formation of so many. We've been having some interesting conversations in our 30-minute drive here each morning and just, just at dinner last night. And last night we were talking about uh, just the one decision that you maybe could have made 10 or 20 years ago that would have changed your whole life. Oh, yeah. Like we've all had those moments and many times we don't know that those are pivotal moments, but like years down the road, you're like, had I done that or had that person, that relationship worked out or had like my Mm -hmm. life would be totally different. And you just think of the one decision, like maybe your mom and dad moved. It's just like the one thing mm-hmm. that... I know. I keep on thinking of that movie from Gwyneth Paltrow, Sliding Doors. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah. that it shows or like if she had caught in the one subway or the mm. other one, what would have happened? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like profound to think of. And we often use the term, well, I'm just a... This. I'm just a mom. I'm just a nun. I'm just a woman. I'm just a daughter. I'm just, there's no just, just a anything. Student. Just yeah. 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 And I think w- I really do believe when we, you know, leave chronological time and we all see God face to face, we will see how intricately woven we are mm. and what a profound impact we had on every single person that God put in our, like put in our orbit, so to speak. I just that, mm-hmm. that reality of, it's not a question of, you know, will I heal or will I dive into my identity or will I? I mean, how can we not? Mm-hmm. Because it affects everything. It, it affects everything. Our yeses have a domino effect. Yes. Like mm-hmm. we say yes, then it affects someone else's yes. It affects so someone else's yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all intertwined in our fiats. Mm-hmm. Like really we are. Mm-hmm. And that is a beautiful thing, mm-hmm. you know, and a little like serious. Sobering. Yeah. It's very ex- sobering yes, to think yes. of that. You know, my yes affects other people's mm-hmm. yeses. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It really Absolutely. does. I think especially, I mean, in any way, but especially as moms of daughters, mm-hmm. 
of, I'm sure you guys have had both had moments where you've been looking at your daughters going like, wow, you know, or how did this come to pass or seeing new things in your daughter and, and you felt the weight of, if I don't do this for myself, then my daughter's going to suffer this, yes. or I'm going to pass this on to my daughter, or I want more for her. And I can only imagine just looking in her eyes, but in a sense, like seeing your own and like, I have to do something about this, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Heather, yeah, what are your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, I think you see it most visibly, the impact that you have on other people around you, like in your children mm-hmm. and in your house and mm-hmm. in the just the even the environment that you feel like when you're in your own home. Yeah. Like if I'm off, it's everybody's a bit off. Mm-hmm. They're like, ooh, mom's not having a good day, you know? <laughs> yeah, and it's like, nobody's having And there's you know, signals yeah. that I can see that I'm like, whoa, I need, I mean, it's an accountability of sorts sure. that either I can respond positively mm-hmm. to or mm-hmm. negatively yeah. to. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I have an opportunity to change like how I'm operating and also teach people around me because I am a witness. Like it is a huge responsibility and only by the grace of God, oh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I think there's like a huge part of discernment of like really listening to the voice of God and all of these things to learn, Lord, like how do you want to um to like me to bear witness to who you are and the mm-hmm. goodness that you're doing in my life and and how can I serve you how can I love you how can I bless the people around me and the gifts that you've given to me how can I be a good steward of all of this yeah. like that's why I think just random going through your day randomly um you know, like it really takes like listening to the voice of God and saying, Lord, lead me. Like, I yes. love that little prayer that I pray often is like, Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. soul of my soul, I adore you. Like Amen. strengthen, guide, yes. enlighten, console yes. me. Like, and it's like, tell me what you want me to do yeah. and show me how to do it. Yeah. And I promise that I'll be obedient to you. Just yes. show me your will, God. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like mm-hmm. these little prayers that can become like a mantra throughout our day of like, Lord, I really want, I even if it's just like, I want to want this, like yes. help mm-hmm. me to want yep. you more and desire yep. your will even mm-hmm. more. Because I think like when we really are stepping into God's will for our life, then it isn't just, oh, that just randomly happened happened that this came together, you Mm -hmm. know, like our conversation last night. But you really feel like, no, we were following God's will in this and God has Mm -hmm. a plan. And I think that that's sort of like the legacy that I'm trying to lead my children into Mm -hmm. is like even from my parents, you know, that God has a plan here Mm -hmm. and he's been working throughout our family. And what is God saying Mm -hmm. to us as a family and how we should respond to his goodness in our life, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it is like there is the intentionality of family, and then there's the intentionality of friendship, and then there's the intentionality of who we do life with and communion with mm-hmm. that. It's all the above. And then one of the quotes, like, I love Edith Stein's whole formation of women. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't think I added on this show notes, but she said, women are formed basically organically. Like, emotional formation takes place, basically what she's saying, I'm paraphrasing, or doing life together. Mm-hmm. But they need to see, younger women need to see other women, older women that embody what it means to live incarnationally. Mm-hmm. They need to see that embodiment. Mm-hmm. But I love it because we do a lot a lot of life with young adult women also. Mm-hmm. Like they come mm-hmm. to family dinner at our house every Sunday and all this kind of stuff. So it's funny. I think they learn more, not by like my teaching or like the podcast or whatever. Mm-hmm. They learn more by our day and day life. So true. They mm-hmm. do. Like I had to cancel something a couple of months back. Like we were supposed to do something and I just couldn't do it. Like I was so tired. My body was just like wouldn't get and I'm thinking my go-to is like, I'll just push through and do it. And so I texted them like, girls, I really want to be with you all tonight. I'm tired and I probably should rest. Mm-hmm. And one of the girls texted me right back privately and she said, 
we need your witness of self-care and rest more than we need your presence right now. Mm-hmm. And it was so good for me to hear because for me, I'm thinking, okay, mm-hmm. like I can just do this. I can just push through. I can just, you know, whatever. But they need the mess too. They mm-hmm. need the imperfections. They need how we handle situations. Like one of the <laughs> one of the girls that lived close to us forever, Annie, you know, her favorite thing was watching Chris and I argue. I'm like, why? She's like, I get so like, because she's like, I like how when you reconcile. Yeah. I like watching the end. Yes, Yes. it doesn't mean the end. Mm -hmm. And I like how you laugh or you're funny about it, but then how you fight fair. Like, Mm -hmm. and so, and she's like, and I like how you come back together. Mm -hmm. And I like that you're not afraid to do it in front of me. Mm -hmm. You know, like, it's not like arguing or throwing it, but like, no, you're wrong. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's Chris's wrong. Or feeling like you need to hide the messy parts. Yeah, hide the messy parts. Like, this is how it is. And this is how it is. And like, where I think one of it is to realize like the mess is okay. Mm-hmm. The mess is okay that this is where the beauty happens and this is where the Lord is creating things and this is where the beauty happens. So I think it's the organic stuff, mm-hmm. like a formation, emotional formation of sisterhood, mm-hmm. but I also think it's the intentional stuff, like in different mm-hmm. milestones that come along in a woman's life that we be intentional about pouring into them during these different seasons of life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's very true. And you do have some of that quote here, which I can read, yeah, go ahead. Uh, which is really, really lovely from Edith Stein. And she says, and just as we read this, just to notice what happens in your own heart as we read it and kind of maybe women that come to your mind as you think of this. She says, emotional formation is not taught through formal education, although the emotional formation of women can be enriched and assisted by traditional education that takes feminine needs into account. Instead, and just think how true this is in your own life, emotional Mm. formation is taught by environmental experiences and personal interactions, underscoring the importance for women and surrounding themselves with emotionally mature women living out their spousal and maternal vocations, right? So to interact with women who still need to grow as women mature, to still interact with to, and gr- to, with women who still need to grow in emotional maturity in these environments and through these interactions, women can help others heal and to develop into whole people. So I think that's that reality mm-hmm. of... I mean, I can think of women in my life who've mothered me. Like, we all need a mother. We, we mm-hmm. talked about as daughters. We we all need to be fathered and mothered. Nobody mm-hmm. ever grows out of that. Oh, absolutely. All of us need to have somebody ahead of us and somebody behind us. We need to have people on the journey with us, peers. We need to have somebody ahead of us. And we had you to have people behind us that we can disciple oh, yeah. with Christ and, and, and to bring them to the Lord. But that reality of just women in my life who, uh, one of them was my one of my very first superiors. I just learned so much about being a woman from her. Mm-hmm. And I mean, of course, my mom and things like that. But just think of other women that have come into your life that have had a profound and the beautiful thing is that sometimes women they don't even know it they don't even know the profound impact they've had Mm -hmm. but these great matriarchs that the god has given us in our life even if the interactions have been small uh that have made it left a profound impact where we look at the woman we're like i want to be like that and now you're not trying to emulate something but you're just like you see the you recognize the maturity the dignity the love the truth the the authenticity the wholeness and and you just say i want to be like that Mm. i want to be like that oh yeah totally yeah the impact of my own mother in my life, although there's been spiritual mothers as well that have come sure. alongside, or yes. sis- or just yeah. sisters in yes. particular, oh, yeah. like yep. that have have been such an incredible blessing to me. And you know, many people know that we built a house, and my parents mm-hmm. built with us, <clears throat> so they live right next door now. And we moved in right before the pandemic hit, so it was like perfect timing, really, that we were 
altogether. Mm -hmm. We're in this bubble altogether, but that my kids could receive from my parents in even a greater way than they have been before. Mm -hmm. And the impact that that is having, the way that my mom loves Mm -hmm. my kids, in particular, my dad loves my kids. We're talking about women, so I'll Mm -hmm. just focus on my mom. But, (laughs) you know, how they bake with her and she's teaching them things, but it's also like the care and the anticipation of their needs that Mm -hmm. she's able to offer them. And then I'm able to offer it in a different way, you know? So you can just see the beauty of family and generations, which normally we don't have anymore. Like that, no. that is not lost in uh, me. I recognize what mm-hmm. an incredible yes. gift and rare gift that mm-hmm. that is, mm-hmm. um, that we're all living in very close proximity to each other. Yeah. And I think when that was lost, it's it takes more time and intentionality to seek that out. Like we need to have older generations speaking into younger generations and vice versa, mm-hmm. you know, oh, yes. that the youth and um, like the zeal that comes along with that and oh, yeah. this free spiritedness like can reignite and inspire an older heart mm-hmm. that may be feeling tired or, or yes. maybe a little bit down. So, yeah, I think in particular what was coming to my mind, I was thinking about my youngest daughter, Eva. And when I was younger, I used to really struggle with my emotions. I would have enormous emotions and mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do with it. And my voice had really been stifled like mm-hmm. through trauma. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know how to express my emotions. So interiorly, I just felt rage, like what, or just like lots sure. of tears, like hot tears, but I never wanted to show it mm-hmm. in front of anyone. So mm-hmm. I would just disappear, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah. I would never come back again. Like I would like silent treatment mm-hmm. people like okay. into, <laughs> into yeah. like, yeah. you know, it's just like unhealthy and immature because I didn't know how to do it. And yes. it was coming from a lot of trauma. And thankfully, like through a lot of different places, I've been able to grow, but also witness other women who are, have more congruency between their interior world and yeah. their exterior as well. So I'm, I've been learning over the years how to mm-hmm. do that, going to counseling, like learning how to address those things so yeah. that I was able to offer my daughter Eva something as she's growing up and mm-hmm. she's a super feeler. Mm-hmm. She's a super creative, you know, so she's just like everything mm-hmm. is out Pretty there. True. And for a while yeah. when she mm-hmm. was young, you know, like her emotions would just take over and they would overwhelm her and flatten her sometimes. Like she would just go down into this spiral of, oh, everything's horrible. And meanwhile, it was like one thing that was horrible. But for her, it was like, felt like everything Mm -hmm. was horrible. So it it took a few years of really walking her through that. And I remember one time, like it was good for me to hear. She's like, can I just cry? And I'm like, yes, honey, yes, you can. You can just cry. You don't have to put it all together. Like you were saying about your Lily, like Mm -hmm. you can cry. But at some point you need to stop crying. Mm -hmm. And you need to remember what the truth is. Mm -hmm. Like, so let's talk about that. And then maybe you can write some things in your journal so that when you are feeling really low, that you can come back to some truth, you know, and it was just a process of like little practical things that Mm -hmm. I kept teaching her. Like, you seem really down. Like, why don't you just take 10 minutes to go write down five things that you're grateful for? You know, not as a punishment, but But, like an encouragement. Like, I I have a responsibility because Mm -hmm. I've matured a little bit in Mm -hmm. these areas to bring you along. It's mm-hmm. not, I'm not perfect. I'm still mm-hmm. growing in that. But now when I see her, she's 14 now, and she is like so quick to get out of the cycle of, of the spiral. Yeah. She can do it on her yes. own now. She is yep. like a total bright side kind of person, but she still feels her emotions. I'm like looking at her thinking, gosh, you're so healthy and you're only 14. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, but this is the impact Amen. of like we say, yes. you know, wounded people, wound people or hurt people, hurt people, but healed people will heal people. Yes. And, and I think that that's a beautiful gift that we can offer to one another. And once again, another reason – 
-hmm. to grow in maturity. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm like, it's good to grow in maturity. It's hard. Oh yeah. Hard as heck. Like I don't want to be an adult sometimes, (laughs) but I'm like, but it's good. It is. I think (laughs) there's something like with growing in maturity, like even circling back to these milestones of a woman's life. Like Mm -hmm. these are milestones. So these are like markers for growth and maturity. Yeah. Like for a woman, like one of the first things for a girl is when they get their menstrual cycle. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's like usually like we said earlier like we call it the curse which actually it is not it's a blessing it is like our bodies are a blessing they're a mystery you know Mm -hmm. still Mm -hmm. for all of us inconvenient inconvenient Mm -hmm. sometimes yeah but But Mm -hmm. it's a mystery i know for me like even really been reading about this in a woman's body and all this kind of stuff cycle in the cycle Mm -hmm. but even how i prepared my youngest daughter for that Mm -hmm. you know like we went i think we're even told the story on the podcast before we went away for a day you know, and I told her what was going to happen in her cycle and prepared her for mm-hmm. it and that it was a blessing and all of this. Mm-hmm. And then explained to her, like, and I broke it down with the feminine genius that, you know, she has these four superpowers. That's mm-hmm. what I taught them. Mm-hmm. Her sensitivity and her generosity mm-hmm. and her maternity so and yes. her receptivity. These are superpowers. Mm-hmm. These are not things that are, you know, like a negative. These are actually amazing. Mm-hmm. But then I had some of the young adult women come over and tell them their stories of when they first got their period. And they were funny and they were laughing. And then we prayed over her because I wanted it to be like this experience, you know, and then pick out like, so that's like a first one, you know, but really like a lot of us, all three of us journeying with a lot of young adult women, Mm -hmm. you know, like, okay, no one really prepares you really well for marriage. Mm -hmm. No one really prepares you like we're talking about last time like holy sex what that looks like mm-hmm. no or having a baby or like, having what a baby ha- what really happens when you have a baby oh my gosh my sister-in-law like <laughs> i mean she's hysterical anyway just nodding just yes like, <laughs> she was like like because i was like okay you know like you go through the childbirth classes and you do yeah. all of that yes. and whatever but then she was like let me give you the lowdown, sister. Like, that's what she called me. She's like, it's a train wreck. Yeah. I mean, she yeah. would just put out, she's like, yeah, it's beautiful and you have this baby, but like, I'll, you know. Be prepared. Yeah. yeah. No one tells it's you about that mesh me. underwear, baby. Like, they just don't talk to you about that, you know, right before you go. And so it's just like a lot of stuff. But these yeah. are the beautiful things. Like, mm-hmm. when we take away, like, the unspoken things yeah. and really say, but it's a group of women saying, all right, this is what you do. This is how mm-hmm. you get through it. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, and usually in culture. And, and Billions of women have done this before you. Yes, yes. yes. Women who were weaker than you oh my gosh. or not as smart as you. Like, mm-hmm. you can do this. You, you can know, do like this. just mm-hmm. to normalize some of those things. So when you're mm-hmm. in it and you're like, nobody told me this, you're not thinking, I must be the only one. one. Sure. Ex- absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think, especially for new moms and young moms, like that first six weeks to two months, like when you are so sleep deprived that you, like, you, it feels like almost like a form of torture, like, mm-hmm. but yet you love this child so much, but you're, everything's just everywhere, mm-hmm. you know, like no one says like, all right, I must be doing it wrong. Or is this what, you know, because, yeah. because it doesn't look like we are like, and I love how Edith Stein is. We all have our unique ways of expressing our mm-hmm. feminine yes. hearts mm-hmm. and our feminine genius. And it's very unique to that person. But yet mm-hmm. then there is a commonality between all of us as yes. women mm-hmm. that we need one another and we need mm-hmm. to tell the, each mm-hmm. other these things that no one says. Mm-hmm. And that beautiful things come out of those hard things. Oh, like yeah. I remember yeah. that first, you know, those first seasons of like babies and all the lack of sleep and you're just giving everything. And at the same time, I think that's what really bonds you to your child because you can look at them and go, I've given you everything. 
Like, yeah. I really have laid down mm-hmm. my life for you. Mm-hmm. And there's something about that that I think that's part of what creates this bond that is yeah. unbreakable between oh, yeah. Yeah. parents and their children, mothers in particular. Oh, yeah. I'm also thinking of um, also smaller moments of like the time <clears throat> when you don't make the sports team. Yeah. Or the girls don't sit with you at lunch. Oh, yeah. And you go home and mom, the kids picked on me at school today mm-hmm. or... Uh, or you fall in love for the first time. And like mm-hmm. what's happening in your heart when you oh, see yeah. a boy that you really love and, and, and like all those things awaken. And how many of us have had really close mm-hmm. experiences of mom saying, okay, let's sit down. Well, like, let's just see, let's say what's happening. And it's a long conversation, but it is. it's like those things that, that if you, if we don't have somebody with us in those places, we're just left to figure it out on our own. Or we think something's wrong with us. Are we, like we've talked about before in our podcast, we believe the lies that the enemy is speaking or even mm-hmm. the girls at school, which mm-hmm. we're going to talk about in another mm-hmm. episode, but those places of, you know, and as your, as your talents begin to unfold and like, what brings you life? What are you really good at? And that's, those are the paramount times when women in our life can come alongside us and, and to bless us and to help celebrate us and to help remind us of who we are. And also to call out the things that we don't see in ourselves or, the places that we're really gifted, but we can't see or that we're afraid. And our friends or our sisters come alongside of us and say, say, hey, you're really good here. Like, this is a great gift. Like, mm-hmm. you can do this. I'm with you. If you fail, it's okay. We're still going to love you. you. know. And that safety just gives our heart a chance to grow and, and a chance to, to try something new or a chance to grieve where somebody's not trying to push you out of the state of grieving or whatever that is. They're sitting alongside you, reminding you of who you are. And those things are, uh, they're priceless. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We're never too old for that. We're oh. never too old. Yes, exactly. Oh my gosh. I think I need like that sisterhood and even mentorship now yes. just oh, as much, do. if not yep, more than I ever did. You know, and I'm so thankful for a couple of my friends, one that are just like a season ahead of me in marriage and kids, mm-hmm. you know, like one in particular, like when I was taking uh, my son to uh, college, she's like, do you need me to go with you? Mm-hmm. Like just to be your emotional support, do you need me mm-hmm. to go with you? But I'm watching as she's marrying her kids off, mm-hmm. you know, and then just offering her that moral support. Mm-hmm. But even as marriage transition and changes, like they're becoming empty nests. Yeah. So like talking it through with her, you know, yes, and I yeah. think having that sisterhood where, you know, each other is for like um, for your marriages, mm-hmm. like that you really um, each mm-hmm. of us love the other person's husband as a brother yes, and like yep. really fighting for each other in our mm-hmm. marriages and say, what does this look like? Mm-hmm. You know, and some of my friends that are a season ahead of me, they're like, okay, we're hitting pre-menopause and menopause. Nobody talks about, like we laugh <laughs> about this. We're like, what kind of fresh hell is this? You know, that no one talks about. Like it's, but it's all these different seasons, mm-hmm. you know, and we are meant to have these conversations and yeah. talk about it and how do you navigate it? How do you live holy through it? And how do you laugh? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, if you don't laugh mm-hmm. like hard mm-hmm. or just like mm-hmm. at the insanity of it all, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it just is, okay, like, mm-hmm. and these are the people, you know. And I think when we look at different, like, even movies or something, there is something about us that is so drawn to that sisterhood. Like, you know, there's, like, the iconic movies like Steel Magnolias and stuff like that, like, across the generations. You know, mm-hmm. these different women, you know, coming together. And you could even, Little Women, little women yeah. all these things. There's something about sisterhood, though. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. something in women's hearts when we see these, they're like, Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and you see the unique expressions of each of the women in the movies. You it wouldn't see, be the same without one. It, right. Yes, they're all. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. yes. But yeah, like there is so like, oh, my goodness, you know, and there's just a heart connection because we are hearts. Mm-hmm. That's so different than men's friendships, you know, mm-hmm. not better. It's just, just different. different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they can be equally destructive. 
Yes. Like, I mean, women's relationships, like when they're lived disorder or it's Mm -hmm. coming out of our woundedness or whatever, like they can be so hurtful. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the greatest wounds have come from women. Yeah. And we'll talk about that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Yes. So when you get it right and when you experience sisterhood as it should be, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's incredibly life giving. Mm -hmm. I remember when Jake and I first got married, we were still going to university. So we were like Mm -hmm. the only people (laughs) married Mm -hmm. out of our friends. And they were like seemingly thought. All our problems went away when we got married because yeah. we were allowed to have sex now. So that was yeah. like all the all the problems were gone. Everything, I was everything like, else goes oh, away. Everything yeah. goes away. You know, and for a while, like as a couple, you you were like kind of obsessed with each other. It's super fun and all sure. of that. But you realize very quickly, like this person cannot be everything to me. Like mm. I probably need sisterhood now more than ever, yeah. you know, when you're married and mm-hmm. you go into different seasons of life. Mm-hmm. And and it's such a blessing because it takes the pressure off. Of oh yeah. Other people in yeah. your life to be everything for you. It's yes. like Jake, you don't need to be everything for yes. me because I have other people. Yes, like, you, have you know, to, and yeah. he's an introvert, so he can't possibly listen to me for this long of all the things that I have to verbally process. <laughs> you know, like he's so grateful for that. I have sisters too. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Every time I come off my silent retreat, like sometimes I've been with Gretchen, sometimes I've been with you. Chris is like, I am so thankful that you're with one of those women before you come home with me because yeah. that way you can concise and get it all Just, together. I mean, he's so great to listen to me. Bring but, it down to the three points. Yeah, like, come on, girl. Come on. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so it's a beautiful thing, mm-hmm. you know. But it does. I remember after we got married and uh, the season of people, we, a bunch of us was wedding after wedding after wedding. I remember one of my roommates from college calling me and she's like, he just doesn't get excited when I come home from Target when I show him my stuff. And she's like, can I live with y'all and just sleep in his house? And we were just laughing because we're so used to just doing that, you know. And, um, yeah, there's something mm-hmm. special about that, mm-hmm. you know. So for you, sister, what does sisterhood look like in the context of religious life, mm-hmm. you know? and community well we literally call each other sister yeah, yeah. there's and, that yeah and so and it's commonly ordered around all of us are in the pursuit of the lord mm-hmm. so it is mm-hmm. the common we talk about the philosophical definition of friendship is shared goodwill and the goodwill is the pursuit of the lord and mm-hmm. so religious life I, I believe i've said this before is a cross-section of the population god does not just call one kind of person but oh, it's, yes. it is a cross-section of population with from women from all walks of life every age every background and coming together uh, for a common purpose of, of living out our spousal life with Christ in, in a common life. And and it's not like Sound of Music. Because <laughs> you don't get to choose. I know. We don't I get mean, to choose. So it's like your sent, family. You don't get to yep, choose. You're sent where you go. And, mm-hmm. and there are certain people, of course, in every in every place that will, will be easy bl- blessings for you and other people that will trigger some of your deepest insecurities. And both are to be attended to, right? So... Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I've just been blessed with some really wonderful women in, in my religious community. And I really, that's where I learned how to be a woman. I had to come mm-hmm. into religious life to really learn at the deeper level of, of how to be a woman and take everything my mom taught me and just brought it into mm-hmm. maturity in that regard. Mm-hmm. So I'm just so grateful for them. I, I'm just I'm just so grateful for this call. And and I'm thinking, you know, as we talk about this and kind of as we we go from here, you know, we, we are speaking about mentoring, we're speaking about mothering. And I think of something you said, Heather, in, in our episode on daughter is that we have to be able to become those women. Yes. Mm-hmm. All of us want those women in our life. And all mm-hmm. of us, it's very easy to look at women and we can pick out how they fail us or how they're not. But Lord have mercy. Am I looking, am I looking at myself saying, am I the kind of friend? Am I the kind of sister that I want in my life? Like, am exactly. I the kind of person that's showing yes. up, that's listening, that's attending, that's supporting, that's, that's sharing. I mean, so I think that's really where we start. And, and, you know, like seeks like many times we will attract people we'll, and, and just that subconsciously mm-hmm. attract people that you have different needs and things like that. But we, we have to really be attentive to Mary and Elizabeth. 
mm-hmm. of, you know, because sometimes we're Mary, sometimes we're Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. And we have to be okay with both. Mm-hmm. And, okay, Jesus, today, where are you calling me today to become, to to grow, to deepen that kind of woman that I would like in my life to be that kind of woman? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about that. I think you and I had that conversation because I was thinking someone said to me, like, um, a couple months back, like, you have a lot of girlfriends, like, sisters, mm-hmm. you know, like— how did you learn how to do that? And I thought it was such an odd question. I'm like, what do you mean? And then I thought back, my mother has always had a circle of women around her. Oh, you know, yes. like even the women that uh, we I grew up as a little girl are still her close friends. Mm-hmm. Like they just went to the lake house. I mean, the two of them live at a lake together, like Miss Pat and Miss Frances. They still, you know, you yeah, like you. that they are, I mean, they were having mm-hmm. babies together and mm-hmm. they are still, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, praying with one another. So mm-hmm. it was what was modeled for us also, yeah. like as just as marriage is modeled for us, like mm-hmm. our parents, but so mm-hmm. is you know, friendships, women mm-hmm. friendships and relationships. And mm-hmm. so, and it's funny because even like some of my mom's good friends, their daughters are really good mm-hmm. friends of mine, you mm-hmm. know, because that's how we have. And I also think it may be a Southern thing too, but no, I mean, I think it's everybody's thing, but yeah, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And well, so, your mommy has those friends too, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. Yeah. Like lifelong friends. Yeah. Like yeah. since I was three years old when exactly. we moved to that yeah. town, they've been friends and, you know, daughters and sons of those Women that my mom is closest friends with are my friends. Yes, so there's like exactly. the second, I mean, Generation. the closest of friends to me. And so we get together now, yeah, yeah. like on a regular basis. And it mm-hmm. was modeled for me. I remember as a kid sitting there around these older women, like at a table, and they would get out their tea and their every and make it so beautiful. And I was like, oh, this is a lost art. Like now that I've grown up, I'm yes. like, they've always oh, yeah. done this since I was a little kid, mm-hmm. like the little egg cups, the cute little mm-hmm. jam jars, and mm-hmm. all the things. And I'm like, they really know how to bless each other Canada with is beauty. Such a English my mom is from scotland yes. and then her other friend yeah, is from is. england and her mm-hmm. other friend is from ireland oh, and then one from canada so it's like commonwealth yes. yeah yeah totally totally yeah so we have all those cute little things and fresh baked scones and all that stuff but but yeah i mean they really know how to how to set a table for each other literally and also i think just like in life they know how to set yeah. a table for each other like mm-hmm. come on friends sit with me and mm-hmm. share with me here and let yeah. me bless you and let me honor you and mm-hmm. so that's something that I've grown up with and seen that was modeled but now I also do with their kids and some other friends that have come along the way and I know recent conversations with my oldest daughter as she's like stepping into adulthood and you know I'll say how is it meeting new people she's at a new school you know meeting new people and she's like well you know sometimes she doesn't always like find someone she's like super besties with right away and I'm like don't underestimate the people that you come across who are different than you yeah. Yes. Because those are now some of the most valuable relationships mm-hmm. in, in my life because mm-hmm. there's so much that you can learn from yes. one another. Amen. Yep. Amen. And the differences start to crack you up, like yes. where it's just like I delight in how different you are mm-hmm. than yeah. me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that's something that we could focus on this week is just asking the Lord to reveal just all the beautiful things about women in our life that we that mm-hmm. have come to mother us, have been sisters alongside of us, and maybe reaching out and just saying thank you. I just mm-hmm. admire your I admire your kindness, I admire your goodness, your truth, your beauty, and and just really asking the Lord this week of, okay, Lord, where do I need to grow? Like where, as I'm listening, you know, because I'm listening to you both, I'm like, okay, where do I need to grow and mm-hmm. to be a better sister, to be mm-hmm. uh, better in that regard. So um, to give the support and to reflect the beauty that each woman is in our life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And I think I 
go back to John Paul II. He was talking about this being a civilization of love, mm-hmm. but also John Paul II's letter to artists. You mm-hmm. know, he said, your greatest masterpiece is your life. Amen. You know, and so it mm-hmm. is an art form of becoming. Yes. Like become who you are. Always. It's an art form. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so what areas do we need to grow? What areas in our creative, you know, creative mm-hmm. love do we need to grow? Mm-hmm. Where do mm-hmm. we need to be more attentive or pay attention? Or, yeah, what new colors do we need to bring into the landscape of our life? Yeah. Yeah. So there's some things that you can't change. Like right now there might be some people thinking, well, I don't have that. Yeah. What can you do? Yes. Like, okay, yes. notice, notice that you don't have it and it's okay to feel yep. like, you know, Identify a longing, yes. a longing yes. for that. But what can you do? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a big believer in that. Like, is there one person that you could call and say, hey, do you want to start getting together for mm-hmm. coffee on a regular basis yeah. or tea or whatever? Yeah, and sure. I mean, you just can start somewhere. Yeah. And, and it doesn't, like you said, sister, it doesn't always have to be like where we're waiting to be invited or mm-hmm. we're waiting to be ministered to. We can be the ones to initiate. Yep. And it can be a game changer. Like, yeah. I think so. I yeah. just want to encourage people to do that, to like Amen. just take time to go, where am I at and what am I needing? Yep. What am I longing for? And what can I do to move oh, this one step forward in my life right now? Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Well, there we are. There we are. Should we take another step forward <clears throat> to our one things for the week? Is sure. we kind of mm-hmm. sum that mm-hmm. up? Miss Michelle, what is your one thing, my dear? Um, my one thing is actually um, one of our sponsors that is uh, Choose Life, Shannon from Choose oh, Life. And fun. so I'm not wearing it right now, but I love my rosary bracelet. Yeah, I already had one, but now I have another one. Oh. And so I just love it because it could just pray the rosary and it's on my wrists and as long as I go along the day. And it just kind of keeps me in the mode of, yeah. And I love the little crucifix and stuff that you can move around so it saves your spot when you get interrupted, (laughs) which is so so normal for life. That is my one thing. What about you, sister? I mean, well, sister, you can go. Yeah. Actually, my one thing, providentially, is the very sponsor that we have this week, Ave Maria Press, is sponsoring us. And they are announcing a brand new program for Advent called Adore with our friend, Father John Burns. He's hosting it. It's got original artwork done by a beautiful artist. And there's meditations that he's written every day. And it's there's beautiful uh, a video that goes along with it every week. It's beautifully filmed. So I'm so happy mm. to have that be my one thing. The Adore series by Father John Burns partnered with Ave Maria Press. I think I it's going to get, gonna get it for your small group. You can get it for your parish. Mm-hmm. So um, and all the details are in our in our sponsor announcement for the week. So yeah, it's great. I'm really proud of him. Way to go, yeah. Father John. Yep. Mm-hmm. My one thing is... Be Love Revolution. Oh, oh yeah. So this Debbie. summer, yeah. Yes. So Debbie Herbeck has a ministry called Be Love Revolution, and she's really ministering to young girls. There's Talk like camps for young girls. Yes. I think it's, I think it's yes. like grades six, seven, eight, Something right? Like the yes. summer camps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, and then the older teenagers then pour into the younger ones. And then she has college students that are then pouring into those ones and has monthly nights. So if you're in the Ann Arbor area, you need to check out Be Love Revolution. If you're not, you need to look online and (laughs) check it out anyway. Yeah. I I think just like touch in there wherever you can. What I love about what Debbie's doing, we all got to see it in person this summer, which is like a huge. Talk about like being proud of a sister. We're all just blown away by Debbie. Debbie. Yeah. I know. I was just like. Like she's a rock star. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she is. It's yeah. because she really lives it. Yeah. She's, she's a grandma and she's still bringing young girls twice a year 
down to Mexico to the dumps to serve the poor. And yeah. I'm like, Debbie, you are legit. Like, I, I mean, you really go there. And she, like so the way inspiring. she disciples and then teaches other people yep. to disciple, it's such a beautiful mm-hmm. model that she's living oh, out. She is. Mm-hmm. And talk about so. a good friend. Mm-hmm. She's a great friend. I know. Yeah. So anyway, mm-hmm. check out Be Love Revolution. They have great Instagram. Um, it's super inspiring. And I think especially if you have young girls, you might want to send them to that camp. So mm-hmm. check it out. Ooh. That'd be yeah, fun. You guys might take your kids yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Oh, so that's good. exciting. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us this week, dear friends. And we will continue our series on being a sister next week. So until then, we'll be abiding together. God bless you. Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you liked it, would you please share it with a friend? We encourage you to head over to our website, abidingtogetherpodcast.com, where you can find all the show notes, links to our one things, transcripts, group discussion questions for each episode, and beautiful mugs, t-shirts, journals, and prints on our shop. There you can also subscribe to receive our weekly email with links to each new episode and all of the content. We'd love to connect on social media and invite you to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter so you can catch inspiring reflections every day. You're also welcome to join our private Facebook group and dive deeper into discussions with our fellow listeners. If the podcast has blessed you, would you prayerfully consider financially supporting us? The Abiding Together podcast is only available due to the generous support of our listeners. There are significant costs associated with creating this content, such as tech support, design, website, equipment, and hired staff that we need to be able to continue offering great content to you. Abiding Together is a nonprofit 501c3, and all donations are tax deductible. You can make donations of any amount through a website called Patreon, or you can send us a check directly if that's easier for you. If you donate $15 or more per month on our Patreon page, you become a tribe member and you will receive bonus content every month, such as short videos, recipes, playlists, downloadable prints, and more. You can find all the information about Patreon at patreon.com forward slash abiding together podcast. Thank you and God bless you.